The rain at gate A16 is relentless outside the double-paned windows, but the planes were built with precision beyond imagination. Rain or shine, now we fly. Hi, I'm Lightning Lucas, and I got that name by surviving being struck by lightning. And now I'm bringing at you this weekly musical podcast called Hold That Note. I'm your host, and this is episode 65 of Hold That So this is the last of the three Oregon episodes to be recorded. I'm including the one that came out right before we left in those three uh, because I was working ahead. The three of them did not come out in the order that I recorded them, and that is an interesting segue into today's first song, which is about tidying up. It's called Put Things Where They Go. And I'm not sure what the metaphor is. I keep thinking of the phrase preaching to the choir, but I don't think that's quite right. Uh, Basically, I'm preaching to myself because I'm terrible at this. I will clean my studio, which is also my bedroom. I call it my roomio, but uh, I now have a Murphy mattress that folds up against the wall to make a lot more space in the studio for when people come in to record. But between when I have people coming in to record, the Rumio just gets out of control. And sometimes you'll see in, uh, if I film a YouTube video, it'll look like things are clean, but really I just moved everything to the other side of the Rumio. The Kaizen book that I read a few weeks ago and talked about on the show has a strategy for tidying up and that is to just take one minute a day and then you kind of up that as you go along but take one minute a day to tidy up and I think that would help me but really my biggest problem is that I let things be placed where they shouldn't be placed in the first place So that's what this song is about. I hope you enjoy it. It's called Put Things Where They Go. Here it is. Put things where they go and you'll know where they are When you need to find them, when you need to find them Put things where they go and you'll know where they are When you need to find them again Put things where they go and you'll know where they are When you need to find them, when you need to find them Put things where they go and you'll know where they are When you need to find them again A place for everything And everything must be in place And you'll know where they are when you need to find them, when you need to find them. 
put things where they go and you'll know where they are when you need to find them again put things where they go and you'll know where they are when you need to find them when you need to find them put things where they go and you'll know where they are when you need to find them again put things where they go and you'll know where they are when you need to find them when you need to find them Put things where they go, and you'll know where they are when you need to find them again. Put things where they go, and you'll know where they are when you need to find them when you need to find them. Put things where they go, and you'll know where they are when you need to find them again. Put things where they go, and you'll know where they are when you need to find them when you need to find them. Put things where they go and you'll know where they are when you need to find them again. Well, I hope that is a helpful, catchy tune to help you keep your spaces in your life a little bit more organized. Now let's have a question. Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. Okay, today we have what I guess I might call a comment, but really it's just a quote from the book, which I am hoping to finish reading. I've only gotten through like the first chapter so far, but I'm hoping to read it while in Oregon and on the plane and stuff like that. And the book is called Three Steps to Yes, The Gentle Art of Getting Your Way. And it's by Jean Bedell. In the introduction, he talks about how his wife was in a class in college called Astronomy for Poets, and she really loved it. But then she decided to take Astronomy 202, and that class was terrible and all full of really sciencey, mathematic-y things that were not down her alley. And so Jean Bedell says that this book, Three Steps to Yes, is basically persuasion for poets. And I really see myself in that poet category, not just as a singer-songwriter, but as a person who likes to get fairly good at a lot of things and not really master most of them, but just move along to another thing and learn that thing. So I'm going to learn Persuasion for Poets, and let me read you a quote from the book. Actually, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Poets must persuade gently, rejecting the coercion and manipulation that professional persuaders use, but that tends to corrode personal relationships. Poets are not hardcore, high-pressure salespeople and negotiators, people who care only about winning and not about the quality of their long-term relationships with the people they persuade. Poets care about being liked and accepted and avoid doing anything they feel might hurt their personal relationships. Nevertheless, poets must persuade. Thanks, Jean Bedell. This quote is an excellent jumping-off point for a little bit of riffing before we get to our next song. 
So I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but I'm thinking about trying to hire someone who can work for me on basically they get paid if I get paid kind of situation. So if they find me a new patron or if they get me somebody to commission a song, they would get a cut. I still haven't really figured out the numbers there, but if you know anybody who's interested in that kind of thing, let me know. Because although I am a poet who needs to learn about persuasion for poets, I think persuasion is probably one of the areas that I would do better to outsource. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast as well, but I really believe that you should shore up your weaknesses to an acceptable point, and then from there on, focus on your strengths. So to use a basketball analogy, as I often do, if you're really good at offense, and particularly, let's say, shooting three-pointers, but your defense is terrible, well, you need to get your defense up to an acceptable level where you can guard one of the weaker players on the other team. You don't have to be responsible to guard one of the strongest players on the other team. But then on the offensive end, you want to keep doubling down on your three-point shooting and you're getting to the basket. Okay, let's try and segue into the second song of the day which is actually a double song. It's two one-minute-long poem songs, which fits well with the poet theme today, uh, that I wrote when I went to Iraq and Indonesia, and I talked about that recently, too, although maybe I talked about that in the episode that hasn't come out yet. So anyway, in 2015, I believe, I went to Iraq and Indonesia, and I wrote a bunch of songs while traveling, which I like to do, so I'm probably going to write a bunch of songs while I'm in Oregon. Anyway, this is two of those songs compiled into one track, Uh, The first one is called Gate A16, so it's about uh, flying. And then the second one is called Your Chair. And they're both sort of about the compounding of innovation over time, which is, to some degree, I believe, what makes us human. For example, even recording this podcast, I could not have done anything like this even, let's say, in the 80s, unless I had a ton of money and resources. So let's go ahead and listen to these songs now, and then I will comment on them after they are done. Here they are, Gate A16 and Your Chair. And I pretty heavily remastered them, so I hope that they sound nice. Rain at gate A16 is relentless outside the double pane window. But the planes were built with precision beyond imagination through the compounded creativity. 
We forget the work of those behind us. We forget the work of those behind us. The Velcro and Overshadowed by the eye-this and the eye-that and the other thing that does the same thing for less money. But these may be betterments of the past. When you sit down to listen to this, Ignoring the ingenuity that went into building your chair. So, the compounded creativity of innumerable engineers with or without degrees, declaring their engineerable ingenuity. And I think this applies to poets and songwriters as well. I thoroughly believe there are probably 20 fantasy writers out there who are as good as Tolkien, but because there weren't that many people that good when Tolkien was around, he got super popular. Uh, it's kind of like me and Bob Dylan. Uh, I'm not going to straight up say that I'm as good as Bob Dylan, but I think I'm knock, knock, knocking on that door. And look how far it hasn't gotten me so far. Although, I would say that I made more money from music last month than I did from my part-time job, so I'm moving up in the world, perhaps. And thank you so much to any of you who contributed to that last stat I just spouted out. Um, and the ways you may have contributed are through being a Patreon patron at patreon.com slash lightninglucas, or perhaps you commissioned a song. If you'd like to support the show, please check out the show notes at holdthatnote.net, and there's also some other resources there, such as today I am about to look up and link to in the show notes a video that was popular in my family. I believe it was called The Mom Song. I actually wrote a song called The Mom Song that may someday show up here, but there was a mother who wrote words to a piece of classical music. I can't remember which one it was, but it relates because one of the things that she put as a quote that a mom would say to her children is, a place for everything and everything must be in place, which I stole and used in the first song. Now we're going to have the Patreon patron thank you song, followed by a brief outro. Thank you for supporting me Thank you for your generosity
curiosity I could not make music like I do If it weren't for people like you If you haven't listened to the Traveling Mustache episode yet, I encourage you to do so uh, because I think that song is great. And I hope you are looking forward to all of the songs that I will be writing on our trip to Oregon, which begins in three hours. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas. Get out there and be a poet. This has been another episode of... Hold that